All right, and we are back, baby. Welcome to issue 27 of TLDR. I'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker, Dr. Joe, and with me, as always, is my hunk in crime. Together, we are the Woodward and Birdstein of the Dork Shared Gooniverse. Friar, how's it going? I'm doing great, and we got back to our woodwarding and Bernsteining this week, too. We talked to Corey Pruitt, also known as Up to Task on Twitter, and uh, you guys can go listen to that now on the Change My Mind audio channel, and if you're listening to us on audio form later on, you can find that there as well, but that went, that was fun, Doc. I thought that went really well. Yeah, that was a blast. I, you know, I, I just read his stuff not too shortly before the interview, and we had an absolute blast. He's a funny dude, and uh, we talked about a lot of stuff, not just his Kickstarter uh uh, leaders of the free world, but uh, a whole host of other things. It was uh, it was just a ton of fun. Yeah, because he's got other projects along the way that I'm very excited about as well. But leaders of the free world, if you guys want to read those first two issues, you can get them on the Kickstarter, but you can also get them over on Comixology if you prefer that as well. And then the third issue is coming out um, over over there. You can go back to that doc and I have already. So we'll be reading that and uh, checking in with you guys later on on that down the line. But uh, doc, has there been anything else that you've been reading leading up to TLDR 27? 27 i can't believe it so i did a little catching up uh from some books that came out uh last week uh the last witch number two it uh, i am absolutely loving this it's uh it's from boombox like we talked about so it's it's more uh young adult stuff but it's just a good fantasy book and uh for for that you know uh that genre it's thick it's a it was a thick book and uh I enjoyed the hell out of that, so I can't, I don't know how many issues that is, but I'm really I'm really looking forward to continuing that series. That's been a lot of fun. Um, I walk with monsters uh, from Vault, um, also a tremendous book. Uh, it's this was a little bit more character development than it was moving the story along, but that was good. You you kind of needed some of that backstory, so uh, another great issue there. And then uh, the Devil's Red Bride. I've talked about this a few times. Uh, Issue five was the finale. It was the it was the last uh, book, and it ended with a bang, man. It was it was something else. So this that, it was a great series, and uh, one that I am thinking about possibly uh, doing for the show. Because I remember you brought up last time, and I asked you that, and I wasn't certain uh, where we left things off because I felt like it was still up in the air. But it sounded like it was a book you were really into. Yeah, yeah. So others. yeah, I mean, it was great, and so it, it finished with a real bang. You know, the the trick is, uh, you know. Fine. Yeah, I've got a lot of books lined up, so so when I want to do it, but uh, I I definitely think I'm gonna I'm thinking about giving this one a go. I think, and it's funny too. We talk, we bring up our interview with Corey and everything up to task again on Twitter, and uh, he, you and him had a couple books that you're both reading. Uh, what was it? It was the uh, something's killing the children, and we only find them when they're dead, I believe, right? Uh, and um, uh, homesick pilots. Yes. Yes, right. That's right. Homesick and, and, pilot. and in your defense too, where you've had trouble with remembering the name a few times, right? With that book, he yeah. had the same issue. Yeah, yeah. I think I called it like homesick aliens or some shit like that. And, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it was funny. We we uh, you know we were you know of like minded uh, when it came to books, which was which was pretty cool. Two sides of the same nickel, I think, is the saying goes uh, that Wes uses all the time. Coin? No, coin. that doesn't. That Two doesn't sides of the same coin. No, that doesn't sound right at all. I don't think I think you're making that up. Uh, but. Anyways, we got a bunch of new stuff, of course, out this week. But the biggest thing in terms of the comic news uh, is Batman 89 and then Superman 76, Michael Reeves Superman. They are getting their own comic book series, which is huge for the DSG, too, because as I tweeted out, 
goo. This is like the first, this may be the first book that he ever reads, which so I'm very excited for him. Uh, but I think, I, yeah, I think it's 78, not 76, but whatever. I never, I don't, uh, <laughs> fine. Okay. We're going to have to get him some flashcards, you know, you work on his, uh, just like I'm doing with Swaggins right now, right? We're working on our special letters, the vowels, mm. you know, and, uh, you know, we'll work on some sight words and, and hopefully, you know, we'll, uh, by the time this book comes out, he'll be able to read it. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, in all seriousness, I, I am super, uh, super pumped for these because Batman 89 uh, still holds up, still a great movie. And and really Superman you know, 78 with Reeves was my the first, my introduction to superheroes. When I was a little kid, I think I, I sent out the picture a long time ago of me when I was six dressed up as Superman for Halloween. And uh, maybe I'll have to, right. to, to retweet yes. that out. Yeah, I remember and that. And so picture. that's why Superman has always had a special place with me because he really was like the first superhero. It's like, I love that. He is awesome. That is that is my guy. So I'm excited for both of these. I think that movie was, I want to say, 13 years old when I was born. I'm not sure the exact month it came up, but it was 13 years old when I, when I was born. What, Batman 89? No, no, or, no. Uh, no Batman 89 was two years old. Uh, no, oh, se- 78. Yes, Superman. Yeah. Yeah, no, Jesus. Batman, Jesus, that was 13 years old when I came out. We wouldn't be doing this show. I was, yeah, uh, I was four. So I was probably like around six or so, when, you know, like Superman. You see the cartoons. And I remember, I just remember like soup, that movie would always be on like Saturday afternoons. And you're mm-hmm. just kind of flipping through TV. Uh, and because and, I don't know how, I, I don't think I was six in that, whatever, however old I was. I just remember, like, as a kid, like, Saturday mornings, you'd be flipping through afternoon TV on a rainy day or some shit, and it'd be on, and I'd watch it every single time. Are you going to read them both? Because I, I would, I'm would, i I'm definitely planning on reading the Batman 89. I think I'm going to read the 78, Superman 78. I'm yeah. not certain, though. Uh, well, let's do this. I'll buy them both, uh, or I'll, re- you know, but I'll, I'll focus on Superman. You focus on Batman, and we'll see how they go, and maybe we'll, do, we'll have a little chit-chat about it. Okay, I think uh, that sounds like a plan to me. But that's that's way down the line. Well, not way down the line, but it's going to start out digital. All the information is on Geek for Light if you guys yeah. want to know more about that stuff. I, I can't remember the year for the Superman book, and I, I was one that wrote the news post up. Anyways, uh, let's see. What else? So speaking of DC this week, of course, the Future State rolls on. We'll be doing more on that. At the end of the week, we have our big DC Future State event issue coming up. I mean, Doc, we're getting away. Is it two weeks away from that now? Is that yeah, first right? week of March we'll be doing that. Okay. So, yeah, and that will not be – we got to figure out because we got all the, the events that we've been doing, the holiday season special stuff. Is that going to fall in line with the main continuity? I don't think so, right? It'll be the first event issue that yeah. we have. Okay. Right, right, right. All right. Now I get why. This, this is why, like, when it comes to people who actually write the books, why do you do this to yourself? Because I can't keep track of this shit <laughs> for our stuff. It just make, doesn't make any sense. But uh, Future State Nightwing issue two came out this week. I did review that for Geeks Worldwide. I will have the Batman, uh, the, sorry, the next Batman issue four review up after we record the show. But I'll tell you what, I didn't know if there was a second Nightwing. I kept forgetting. I never checked. Pleasantly surprised to see that pop up. And I still think I liked the first issue more. But the second one definitely it takes the momentum that's there and, and builds off of it. It takes it in a certain direction. But I thought they did a good job with this. What ones did you have this week for Future State? <laughs> uh, so uh, Shazam 2, which I haven't read yet. I'll have that read for Friday. And I had a conundrum, Nicholas. Oh, uh, so it was a, it was a heavy review week for me. I had um, three books, potentially three books to review. Mm. Uh, one of which being Superman: Worlds of War, and 
we all know how I we we all know how I felt about the first the first issue, mm. and I said the second issue the second issue better fucking bring it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Nick. It brought uh, it right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm going to save my ire really for Friday, mm. but let's just say whoever wrote the title for this book, uh, whoever came up with the concept, you know, for the cover art. Um, not good, not great, Bob. <laughs> That's you're gonna build it up for. Oh, you're they gonna build just, up, all this build up for. Not they, good. It, no, no, it was just it's supposed to be it, ironic because that's what they did to you with the book. Yeah, they just. Oh man, Nick, so I'm so, f- I'm so, I'm so fucking mad. It's just they should. It, 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 it was a well written book, mm-hmm. and it would have been perfect had it been named Superman. A love story. A love story? Not worlds of war or worlds at war, but Superman, a love story. Because that's all these two issues were, was just talking about how how meaningful Superman is, mm-hmm. how important Superman is. But there's nothing in it that would suggest worlds or war <laughs> or right. anything like that. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like I, it's weird. I'm glad you told me you didn't like it because it sounds like you, you should like it. I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, yeah. No, this is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna save all the good stuff for Friday. Oh, so yeah. But, you definitely saved it all. Yeah. There's no yeah. way you've talked at all about. Yeah. You, yeah. But uh, I'm just. I'm just. Oh, it just irritated me to no one, Nick. I know. I have Immortal Wonder Woman <laughs> and uh, Future State Catwoman. I have those two that I have to read for Friday. Have you? Do you what other ones do you have? Uh, so those are the only two um, Future State books I had this week. Oh, okay. Uh, so, right. uh, not 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 a great week for me, <laughs> but uh, okay. But you did have Batman Catwoman issue, but I, but I did have Bat uh, Batman Catwoman number three, uh, oh, three came out this week, and you know my gripes with that book were you know in the way were in Tom King's presentation. So I I wrote this review for Geeks Worldwide. Uh, it's up there now, and um, and so finally, 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 with this issue. There's some, there's some real, not just meat on the bones, but the the way in which he wrote this particular issue and used the timelines was mm-hmm. actually beneficial to the story. It didn't take me out of it once. Oh, okay, which nice. was a breath of fresh air, which is which is good because that that you don't want that. You don't want to have your writing, you know, or the story keep kind of you know if it's going to bounce around you, right? You want it to be fluid. And and in the previous two issues, it was you you're constantly being jerked, you know you know, up, down, and all around, uh, which nine times out of 10 is not a bad thing, but we're talking about comics here. We don't. Right. And this is, <laughs> and this is, <laughs> this is the 12, 12 issue, uh, series, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so fourth issue getting its momentum. All right. I mean, I, yeah, it was, it was really good. And, 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 it was, and it was, it was, it was very Selena heavy, which was great. And her relationship with the Joker and, and just everything about this issue was just, I think I, you know, the previous two issues, uh, you know, I'd give it a grade of like eight, eight and a half. This was easily a nine, and I thought about giving it a nine and a half, but I, I felt nine was was appropriate, and and I hope that it takes this momentum and really slingshots uh, forward. And to say to say, if it reverts back to the, to the prior issues, yeah. then yeah. you're going to be pissed. I'll be a little upset. I'll be a little upset. 
Like you were today with the Worlds of War. Worlds at War? I, I'm never going to get it right. It doesn't fucking matter. It's Superman love story. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Marvel this week. Moving on to them. Uh, X-Men Legends issue one is out. I'm going to be picking that one up for sure. I saw that cover and I think it was Havoc and Cyclops were on the cover. And I saw a bunch of different other characters on it too as well. But the art looks sick on this one. So I'll definitely be reporting back on that. I don't know if you're planning on picking it up or if I'm going to do an issue on it later on. And wait and see how it goes. But I'm excited for that. I know King in Black, the main line continues on. The fourth issue of that is out this week, and you already got it. You already picked it up. Picked it up. Um, I haven't read it yet, though. I'm but, wait, I'm uh, waiting for, yeah, you'll probably read it later today, and I'm going to get that text. Have you read it yet? Have you yeah. read it yet? <laughs> no, I haven't read it yet. Still catching up on other shit, but I am very excited for this one. And also, another first issue that's starting out this week. Um, you're not a Hulk guy, if I remember correctly. The Immortal Hulk flatline issue one is out. I don't know much about it. I'm not a Hulk person. You're not a Hulk person, but... We have people who probably like the Hulk who listen. I, I have uh, the first volume of the Immortal of the Immortal Hulk, and okay. again, I'm not a Hulk guy, but I, but from what uh, from what people have talked about, you know, the first 20, 30 issues of that run have, were excellent, mm -hmm. and then it's kind of tapered off a bit. I don't even know if it's. I think it's still going. Uh, but I picked up the first volume because I, I heard just about you know, I heard how good it was. So I might give that a read at some point, and then hmm. maybe you know maybe you know, talk about it on here if it if it really knocks my socks off. But um, I just know yeah, a lot of Hulk's been going on for some for some time now. Yeah, and people have liked that one, but you're gonna really have to wow me <laughs> to, to give a Hulk yeah. book a chance. I just have no interest. Well, in I'm gonna have to be really be wowed to want to give it a chance. So yeah, yeah. But I still, if you read it, I still want you to report back on it because I, I would yeah. love to hear more about it. Now, a book that we talked about a while back, I think it was, was it TLDR 2 that I talked about, Excellence? Is that yeah, right? I think so, yep. Oh, God. So that's from Image Comics, and I talked about that, and there may have been nine issues at that point. If not, yeah. it was at eight, so it was nine. And it was like I gave it the kiss of death because yeah. we didn't get anything. Like We complained about die, but it's like where the hell did Excellence go? Months go by. I mean, what was it? That was we started in August or September. Yeah, August. So, so this would have been this would have been end of August. So I mean, that's what four months, right? Five months, something to that end. Yeah. So holy shit, did this book just go away? And I understand that things happen with writers, and we've seen some of their work elsewhere. But I was like, you guys can't stop this book. It's, I mean, I don't know what the sales were like, but it was kick ass. I gotta imagine there are people giving it a shot. And if you if you want to know more about it, go back and listen to uh, TLDR too, because. We like we, you haven't missed anything at this point. If you and because issue ten came out this week, first issue that's dropped in ages. So yeah. I'm I'm very excited to, to read that one. And I know you. We actually in the what was our first trade. That was the book you talked about, right? It is. Yep. And I, so I think when you when you first uh, did on the show, it might have been issue eight. And then by the time I did the first trade, I think issue nine had come out. So even then, it's still been four or five months, however long it's been since you know the last. But I read it, man. It is excellent. Mm -hmm. I have to go back and reread issue nine and I'm then reread ten again. Yeah, uh, but it was excellent. Yeah, it's it's an awesome series. It's one. Of, I mean, the reason I read or talked about it second because it's one of the indie books that you know you've helped me get into indie books a little bit more than I was. Um, I, I definitely had looked at image stuff and you know some like Boom or whatever, but. 
this was a book that I I knew about before we even decided the show. I was like, this this thing rips for sure. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend that one if you guys are looking for something new. And uh, if you like magic, it's it, it's in that kind of uh, in definitely in that realm. Anything else from Image that was out this week? Uh, yeah, a couple of books. So Still Water number six. Uh, I've been I've been loving this series. I've, I've I have to uh, talk about it on the show at some point. I haven't I haven't read uh, this week's issue yet, but I'm planning on it. It's just been excellent. Um, Family Tree, which is a series by Jeff Lemire, that one, that one's out there. That's a great one. I'm several issues, you know, backlogged on this one. I have to catch up, but that's a series I've been enjoying. And then Ha Ha Number Two came out. Ha <laughs> Right. So it, it, it's Nelson. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nelson Muntz. Uh, nuke the whales. You got to nuke something. Um, I got nothing else, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so this is this is very same writer as um, Ice Cream Man, um, and it's an anthology series. So each each book is right is is unrelated to the one previously. The the only common theme is clowns, and this book this issue was depressing as hell. Mm, it I was bet. like it wasn't creepy. It wasn't like the first one was first one was kind of off the walls and 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 sort of fit the title of the book. Uh, because it, you know it was about you know this clown and he had the absolute worst life, but everything was just always so positive with him, and it was a very interesting story. This one was just depressing as fuck. I mean, very well written, and and it was it was interesting, but I was just like, after I read it, I was like, I need a piece of cake. I need something, <laughs> you know, like well, pal, me up it. yeah, yeah. It was well, good. I recommend it, but it was. <laughs> I know that I when I saw the first uh, the review from Geeks Revive for the first issue, it was I think Darren wrote it over for the site. Yeah, I was like, this is a doc book for yeah. sure. I mean, night, nightmare the nightmare fuel for sure, but definitely a doc book with the yeah. was the Ronald McDonald cover yeah. that they had. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> less creepy this time around. The cover was 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 far less creepy, but uh, yeah, it's just it's it's interesting shit. Now that was uh, is there anything else from Image or was that everything that we um, you're reading? Yep, yep. Stillwater, Family Tree, Haha, and uh, Excellence. Right. Okay. Now, then we move over to Boom and Once in Future, Issue 16, which is a book that you talked about a while back on the show and got me hooked in on. I have not read this issue yet, but I will be because I'm right there with you. Have you already, you know, you actually, you reviewed it too this week. Yep, I read it and reviewed it. That's uh, also over on uh, Geeks Worldwide. So, I, like I said, I had three reviews. I decided to only do two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you're welcome, ex- DC. Yeah, uh, excellent, excellent it. issue. You know, whereas with issue 15, it was you know I enjoyed issue 15 because it slowed things down a little bit. We got a little bit of character building there. Um, this one was high octane right from the rip, mm. and and in a story where for several issues now, well, from like really from the get go, you've sort of had all these stories going and you know on at the same time and. It's sort of different places, and and they they sort of come to a head in, in in this issue, and it is it is balls to the wall. The Morris art is 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 just as furious as uh, Gillen's reading or writing, I should say. So this Ooh, one was excellent. I like that because yeah, yeah. Dan Morris art is kickass. There's no question yeah. about it. But there has been at least for this like a I don't want to say PG, but like a PG thirteen element to it at least early on. But yep. then there was – it was maybe three issues ago. I don't know if it was when – if it was the last one that I reviewed or the first one that you reviewed. But there was that one image with the crows yeah. where it's like, well, this story just had a slight tone shift. Holy crap. Yeah. What the – Yeah. F- from, from that point on, the tone has been – 
you know, it, it has been uh, ratcheted up a notch. Yeah, I know, I know. Brick. I know. <laughs> two, right? You saw that so fast. <laughs> uh, but let's see what else. So that's so that's it from Boom for both of us this week, yeah. right? Yeah. Now we've been waiting for this for God knows how long. But TMNT, the last Ronin issue two, dropped this week, and it's a doozy. It, it, oh man, it is I, again. I, as soon as I finished it last night, I said, "You, you, you read this yet?" You're like, yeah. "No, no." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, get the fuck on it, bro." <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's not. Let me. We can tell people now. We have another Friarside chat dropping Wednesday next week, and Doc and I had to do quite a bit of reading for that one as well. Yeah. And I will just say that Doc managed time better than I did. This is what it comes down to. I I'm neglected sorry. my family more than you neglected your girlfriend. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend may or may not have introduced me to the affair. The, that's oh, the Showtime show. Oh my god, that show is so exhausting. I can't. I was. I can't watch more than one episode in a day. We did two yesterday. I was like, nope, never again with this. Like <laughs> soul crushing. I hate every freaking character on that show. Pretty much, they're like one. Yeah. They're all oh. monsters. But yeah, she stinks. Anyways, um, but but yeah. So the but the last Ronan. We're going to be doing like we did with Three Jokers because this is a five-issue story. Yep. We'll do that at the end because Joe and I both need to read this now. We can't hold it. Yep. As much as I'm not a huge TMNT, I'm not like you and Goo, I should say. Yeah. I, I still love those characters, yep. and this is a badass story. And this this is a badass issue too. It really was. And uh, the only the only issue is that by the time you know, the fifth issue drops, it's going to be 2022. You know, like what the fuck? It's driving. I mean, I don't know if that to be the case, but it's like seems to be. It's like three months between every issue. It's right? not so. a joke, people. Like even if Doc, yeah. Doc means it as a joke, the 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 time between the first this the first issue and this issue that dropped this week was probably too much. Yeah. So it's going to be it's, he's going to be cutting it close. So if you don't like to wait, then I would recommend waiting for till the trade at the yeah. end. Because it, and honestly, I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything in the news on like how things are doing with polis and how. Uh, stores, how much stores are um, selling these right away? But I would imagine this thing selling like hotcakes. It's going to be hard yeah. to, to get issues if you don't have a pull list. So yeah, it's it's when the trade comes out, you know, we'll be letting you know for sure. It, but it's man, yeah, it, it's good. It's good. Like yeah. it, it's worth the wait. But if you, like I know Keith doesn't do that anymore for monthlies. This ain't you know, this ain't a monthly. It, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I wish it was the freaking monthly. Yeah. Uh, and let's see what else we got. Aftershock. Uh, do you have anything from them? Yep, so We Live Number 5. I've been reading this series. Again, this is another great sort of fantasy slash uh, post-apocalyptic uh, story. Uh, it's been great, and uh, I've been enjoying that. I haven't read this issue yet, but it's been great. And uh, that's another one that I'm putting in the possible pile, uh, mm -hmm. you know, for this show. You know, we'll, okay. see how it, we'll see how it wraps up, you know. Uh, but so far, I've been enjoying it very much. Well, I know one that's a guaranteed lock for this show that you wanted you you wanted me to get on this like right away. I think yeah. I, you, might, you might have. I can't remember when this caught on for you, but you was it the last Ronin from yeah. from WA uh, American Ronin American Ronin. I apologize. Last Ronin, well, last that's Ronin who we just talked about, which we are both reading American Ronin. That's why I'm getting confused. All right, maybe I should write these things down. So, but I know you're very excited for this, and that comes to an end this week, right? Uh, yep. So issue five uh, dropped today, and so I uh, I wasn't able to pick up a physical copy of that, so I downloaded it digitally. So I will be reading that uh, probably sometime tonight, and I'll be jumping on this, uh, you know, in the next week or two. Uh, okay. Probably doing that on this show. I mean, this book is just absolutely fan absolutely fantastic. You have loved this since the the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. And was there anything else from AWA? Oh, oh, and um, our guy Colin Bunn, uh, bite size number three. That's uh, right. Drop today as well. 
Yeah, so we had him on a while back. You guys can go, you know, it's all it's all on the Change My Mind channel or on Geeks Worldwide Radio. You can go listen to those. We talked to him about bite size and some of his Deadpool stuff, his Darth Maul shit too. I was, I, I his stuff with talking about Cad Bane. I, I got very excited. <laughs> I, I, I talk about you getting excited. I was like, I lost my shit when he brought up Cad Bane. <laughs> But uh, but that's it for what's new this week, Doc. I think it's time to get to your book. Which what who what company are you going with this week? I think this is a first, right, for you. The one you have to. Uh, yeah, because I don't think I've done a vault book yet. No, you're gonna do one soon with a autumnal. When it well, at some point with a autumnal. Yeah, and I, I meant to look that up before we not to get sidetracked here, but I meant to look that up before we went on today because I feel like it's been a little while since we mm-hmm. got the last issue of autumnal. So. Uh, that that's another book that's in the definite pile that that we'll talk about. But I am patiently waiting to read that one. I do have I have that on my pull list, and I'm not reading anything. <laughs> right now. I don't want to I don't want to wait for the trade. I want to make sure I have all these so that way when it's time for the episode, I can just read those. You can rip through them. But mm-hmm. uh, today I'm doing Resident uh, from Vol Comics. Uh, this was written by David Andre. Um, artist is I I, I always want to say his name is Alejandro um, Aragorn, but it's Alejandro Aragon. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. colors by uh, Jason Wordy, and the letterer was Deron Bennett. And so this uh, this book, I, I believe, is ongoing. I don't know if it's a, a ten issue arc or a twelve issue arc. I got to look into that. But right now, there's currently uh, seven issues, and it's a horror sci fi book. But really, for me, above all else, it's a survival book. It's a book about you know survival and. And so this is a book. This is another. I, you know, we got to have Freddie on at some point because he's introduced me to so many of these books. And and he was he was on this one early. He said you got to read this one. And um, and and since the moment I read the first issue, I was hooked. Um, but again, it's another. You know, this is a common theme where we've been getting in comics a lot. Is sort of and I put post apocalyptic in sort of finger quotes because it's you know but it's it's you know of that vein it's it's sort of 10 years after sort of this event uh known as uh, the first wave okay and so what what we're li- you're, we're living in a world you're reading about this world where there's these these waves that happen they're sort of like attacks but it's sort of like um you know you know, it's it's hard to describe because it's not a it's not really like a physical thing that you see, but it's the, these these waves of attacks that that affect people. It causes them to be very, you know, you know, full of rage. It, it sort of brings out sort of the worst and darkest impulses of people. So they turn like rage zombies, like in Twenty Eight Days Later, to that end. Kind of, it affects everyone differently, and so the way that the people cope is sort of by restraining themselves, or, or they've been able to find some other sort of method, but. Um, it, 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 it really causes like, you know, these inner dark thoughts and just makes you act on them sort of immediately. Um, you know, for example, one of the, one of the characters that I'll talk about in a moment, uh, a wave hits and she isn't able to restrain herself and she starts just violently scratching at her arms. And when the wave ends, you know, brother says, are you okay? She said, yeah, you know, the wave hit. And my mind was telling me what my arms, you know, what, what would my arms be like if they didn't have skin? And so oh. she's trying to like, you know, and uh, so what? this is the kind, yeah, yeah. 
So wait, so so when you say wave, so it's like I understand it may not be like this exactly, but supersonic wave, something to that sort end. Of, and then, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Okay, yeah, so it's, I was trying to think of like how I could because it's not like a physical thing, but it, it's you know, what yeah, I mean? it's like, like these they they just they get sent out from somewhere and then they like like a dog whistle where it like affects people or a dog, yeah, me, like it, that it affects people in this way. But yeah, right. So it's just it's, it's so this way. So Got those it. so that is you know. You know, that is, you know, sort of the world that we're, you know, that's the biggest threat, but it's not, you know, really the only threat that exists because now you're living in a world where things like resources are scarce and it's, you're not like in a thriving community or, or anything like that. So you want to think of sort of post-apocalyptic and sort of that sense, sort of like, you know, the layout of the land and, and sort of, you know, how it looks. Got it. And uh, so, you know, one of the things that, that people have adapted to is, there, there's a sort of defense mechanism like they know when a wave is going to come because there's these bugs they call them chirpers uh they're sort of like think of like a cicada and so when you hear these bugs start like chirping time out time out time out count so it is it, i had this I, I don't know this is weird because we did not talk about you i did not know anything about resonant yeah. coming into this i had a conversation this weekend uh maybe it was on valentine's day about is it cicada or is it cicada uh potato potato i think Okay, I thought it was cicada, and then I'm being told you were not the first person now to tell me that it was cicada. So yeah. I was waiting for. I, I, was waiting I think for it's cicada, know. but you know, I think it's just uh, you I know, think a regional I'm wrong. thing. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so they they call them you know you know chirpers, and and so like people will carry you know these things with them because when they start chirping. Mm-hmm. That's the signal that a wave is about to come, and so that's like okay, batten down the hatches, restrain, you know, get yourself restrained, or or you know, get yourself in a safe, you know, safe place because you know, you know, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, like I said, these waves, you know, they cause people, you know, they're sort of given to their darkest impulses, and and it can be a violent rage, either it, you know, violent rage or an act on themselves or others, but it's just this, you know, this trigger, and it's it's. It it is, it is such an important character in, in this book because you know you never know when they're going to happen and at what moment and so that gives that good sort of anxiety to the story and that that sort of horror element to it because you don't know when it's going to happen and who is it going to affect and how is it going to affect them and and so it, it's great writing in that it's a character unto itself and it and it, and it, and it intensifies and and. and produces so much sort of you know anxiety in the story um which is great but like i said right there's also other threats you know um and those threats are mostly people so you've got cult leaders you've got so is it like so before you go on with that so it's kind of like this is the whole idea with these again for lack of a better term right now like the supersonic waves they're go this is part of the world right now and that is a big part of what goes on and an obstacle these people constantly have to deal with but that's just a, a fraction of the story Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, like you've that. got, you've got, you know, you've got other, other characters, other, 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 other threats to people because, because resources are, you know, in short supply and aren't readily available. You've got cult leaders, you've got wanderers, you've got, you know, it, like I said, it's a story of survival. So everyone is trying you know, to do their best, you know, to survive. And it's, it's like a, you know, a survival of the fittest in a sense, right. Where Mm. the strongest are going to adapt and find a way, but you've also got those that are desperate to survive and what they're willing to do in order to do that. And so that there's a complexity now to the story where, 
you know, you don't have to just dealing with these waves and when they're going to happen, but, you know, is there going to be a band of, you know, outlaws that are going to come, you know, kill you for your, you know, <laughs> for your body to eat it or for your resources that you may, or supplies that you may have. Mm -hmm. And so you've got that element to it. And so it's just, it is a great, great story to read. And, 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 and then what I'll do is I'll sort of talk about the main characters. But do you have a oh, question? Yeah, yeah, I do have a question. Uh, so, like, is do they give any inclination that they're going to try and resolve the issue, like the of the, of the super the the waves that come like around, or no? No, no, no. Uh, okay, that, I like at that. Least, at, at least not yet. You know, it's you know, it's one of those things where it's been ten years. They've they've learned to deal with it. You know, so it's like a, it's just common at this point. And so the story. The story of Resonant isn't about finding a way to stop the wave. The story of Resonant is survival. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to that. And and where the first before I get to the characters, you know, where where the where the first book starts is that, you know, you it starts off with this family, this you know, this family of uh, four, a father and his three uh, children, and one of the children, the youngest of the children. Uh, his son Steph, I think it's short for Stefan or Stephen, or um, he's chronically ill, and he's bedridden most of the time, and so they're they're low on medical supplies, and so the father, his name is Paxton, he's got to go to the nearest outpost to go uh, get more medicine, you know, mm -hmm. more supplies, you know, for his son, and then his story from there on his journey to the which is something that he has done and they've alluded to that he has done many many it's a routine thing for him but on this particular visit something goes awry and he doesn't make it home and so now you've got these three kids you know in in you know at their house their dad hasn't come home they're as prepared as they can be but then their story goes in and off in several directions as well they've got to figure out how to survive certain things happen to them that they have to deal with and overcome. And so it's about getting, you know, not just them surviving, but also getting back to each other. Okay. Right? <laughs> um, and so there's a great human element to this. So, so diving into the characters real quick, you've got Paxton, who I just mentioned, you know, he's the father and he'll, he will do anything to protect his kids. He will do anything to get back to his kids. So he has spent the better part of the last 10 years of teaching his children you know, how to survive, prepping them, you know, the house, the booby traps around the house. You know, they, he built the safe room inside the house. So if anything were ever happened, right, this is where you go. It's chock full of supplies, things like that. And so he is a very strong character. He has found a way to adapt to the wave uh, through a meditation technique. So he doesn't have to necessarily have to strap himself down, restrain himself down. Um, but he's, he's always very adamant. All right. If the, you know if the wave comes, you make sure you get Steph taken care of first, and then boom, 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 right. So he's he's a very well prepared man, and so his journey is very harrowing, and you're rooting for him because you want him to get back, you know, to his. But do case. we do we like when he gets lost in the course of things? I don't want to yeah. spoil things, but do we yeah. see him a lot in the beginning, and then just like it just becomes a no, story no, about his kids. No, no, no. It's a story about all of them. 
Got right? it. Okay. So it'll it'll you know it, it it bounces around a bit, but it it does so very seamlessly. It's like like a lot of these you know like a like lot of comics cat. will do that, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like a lot of comics will do. They're able to tell you know multiple stories at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, versus not it's not time jumps up down and all around. Mm-hmm. Um. So so he is a he is a great character, and 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 you you really root for him. And then his three kids. Um, his his oldest daughter Beck, and this is one of the things that makes this story great is that Becky, she's probably mid to late teens, and she is badass. She is a strong. She's much like her father. She's well prepared. Uh, she's almost like a second parent to uh, her, her her siblings. The mother, you know, uh, I believe there was an accident with the mother. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but what makes her so strong and, and such a pivotal character is she, she's able to do all of this. She's only got one leg. So she's got a, you know, she's got crutches and she's got to, you know, take care of her brother. She's got a farm, prepare, prepare food, keep, you know, keep them ready for anything that happens in the absence of her father. And she does so with just, you know, one leg. And yeah, that's, what wait, makes wait, her, that's crazy. Yeah. And she's a badass. Her character is just, is, 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 uh, is so awesome to read. And it's drawn See, would, so well. Wow, so like her being like there's a difference with her being on crutches though, and her versus like is it a, a blade like what runners have? Is that what that's called? I'm not certain. No, no, no. The, it's just it's just not there. Like it, her right. leg is. But what I'm saying is like there's a difference. Like if she's oh, on, right, she's, right, you're right. saying she's just on crutches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. So she's like like having to hobble yeah. around as opposed to like if she had a blade where she might be able to walk so, like normally. Like yeah, that's. That's yeah. to be a badass like that. That's that says and, a lot. Okay. And the way it's drawn and the okay. action movements that she has and the way she's able to get around, it's like I said, it's badass. You know, Ooh, she, cool. she's she's an awesome character. She knows how to use them crutches. She sure does. She sure does. And then you've got her um her two younger brothers, the, so the middle child, Ty. Um, you know, he's he's you know, he's he's you know, is a middle child, you know, because his older sister Beck is like a second parent to him, he's He's trying to find his way, but he's just like any other kid his age. I imagine, again, probably early teens, mm-hmm. a few years younger than Beck. And, and he's in this world. It's sort of like where we are now, right, where we're all stuck inside. We can't see anybody. That's sort of Ty. He just wants to go see other people. He's tired of his dad and his older sister telling him what to do all the time and how to do it and how dire things are. He just wants to be a fucking kid in play. And so that sort of rebellious sort of nature to his um his character comes into play with a storyline involving him, uh, which which is uh which was awesome to read and 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 I love where that where that's been going. Um and then the youngest child, Steph, as I alluded to, he is uh he's chronically ill and he's bedridden. And so the other two character you know the siblings have to like they always have to make sure Ty's taken care of. You know, and they've got to do. You know, there's a routine they have to do with him every day, and and the way they they manage that, the way that he's written and everything, it's just it's just great dynamic with these characters and in this world and and everything that's at play. Um, you know, these these kids have been 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 handed a tough set of cards, and 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 they 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 survive. They're fighters, and so. With it being a horror story, with it being a sci-fi story, survival and family—it's—it's—it it just sounds I like love a, this book. it just sounds like a good story. I forgot yeah. the, the whole horror component to it. Of course, yeah. you, do, you start off by telling me that the, the, yeah. the woman's like scratching her arm off to, to yeah. trying to is like without skin. 
Yeah. That, I, honestly, Doc, I forgot about that in the course yeah. of this whole story. And the art's vicious too. The art, I can't, I, I love the art as well. And, you know, it's vicious when it needs to be vicious. It's not like overly vicious all the time. Like when there's, when there's a wave, when there's a pivotal moment, when there's, when, when it, when the story um, calls for it, asks, calls for aggression, the art gets aggressive and uh, absolutely fantastic. Is there a certain, um, I'm putting you on the spot here, but is there a certain artist, like a certain run from of any com like comic series that this artwork reminds you of? Not not necessarily the rage, but just the look, because I have not seen. Is the cover art the same artist? Uh, I, yes. Okay. Oh, okay. That answers yeah. my question. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And, and if you guys want to see more of the art, Doc tweeted it all out over on TLDR yeah. uh, underscore pod and, uh, on Instagram. But Doc, this is uh, this sounds like a real home run here. This it, one it, it really ones. is. It really is. And I know, I know it's going at least ten issues. I'm hope I, I think I hope it's ongoing, but I don't know if there is an end issue um, uh, in sight. I'm all like as much as, and that's one of the reasons why I like die so much. I know I go back to that well all the time, but and it was again another recommendation from Doc. But we're talking about a world where shit needs to get resolved, and and die they're trying to resolve it and, and get to a certain endpoint. But this, as much like th this, is just about living in this world. And yeah. to me, like that's I think that's that's a recipe for a great story. Like because then you can do so much with it. Exactly. If you make it a good, because you just you make a good world. Then the stories can kind of you can mix in certain different stories from there. So yeah, yeah, nice pick, Doc. And Thank you. show or movie or neither. Oh, uh, this would be an awesome show. Okay, this Sounds would good. be like an awesome like AMC show or uh, something like that. You know, don't don't put no. I screw screw that because I don't want AMC to butcher it like they did The Walking Dead. Uh, but this yeah. this would this would make an awesome show. Yeah, I was saying, you you sure you want this to go over there? I would yeah. say maybe HBO if they're going to get real violent and real vicious with it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. Okay, solid. So, so uh, one of you, you always come with good picks, Doc. But this is one of my. This one maybe like, I guess in terms of story, because we always focus so much on character development. And I know you like that's still there, but this may be one of the better stories that you've brought to the yeah. table. Um, yeah, it's a good one. At least since we, you know, since the calendar flipped over and everything, but uh, yeah, you had me the whole way. All right. So uh, now my turn. I, this week went to, um, I went to Barnes and Noble in, uh, in Boston. And, you know, I, I think I said it last time, like sometimes comic book shops can, can't get you certain trades that are like known ones, but maybe weren't as popular or whatever. Like this, like the one I picked up, John Wick from Dynamite Comics. And I, I've wanted this one for a while. I didn't know it was a, a comic series till I think last year. I just hadn't looked for. It. I never thought of it necessarily. Um, whenever John Wick three came out, I think was when I thought, hmm, I wonder if there was ever a John Wick comic because just it makes sense, right? He's a cool character. Why not? And then I went searching. It, it definitely existed, but there it was. I couldn't get anybody to find it. And then just I happened to stumble upon it recently, and I was like, okay, Doc, I have two books. Which one should I go with, John Wick or the other one? And he's like, John Wick. It's not, not even a freaking question, right? Yeah, I didn't even bat an eyelash. Now, this is written by Greg Pak. It is, our artist is Giovanni Valletta. He did the first two issues. The second, I mean, sorry, issues three, four, and five were by Matt Gaudio. And then uh, Inlight Studios did the colors. And then Tom Napolitano was the letterer, who obviously we see his name everywhere. Uh, like I said, five issues. This is just Bing, bang, boom, starts in September of 2017, uh, the run did, and then it ended, I, I would assume, five months later. Either way, you can find the trade, I'm sure, on Dynamite's website, but I know I found, like I said, I found mine at Barnes & Noble, and it looks like, so 
I, I tried to figure this out. John Wick 2, the, the, the second movie, came out early 2017. So this followed that, it seems like, which after reading it, it's like, okay, I can see why you'd have it come on after, but it might have been a more useful tool to have it on beforehand. But everybody loves John Wick, so you can just make the John Wick movie and people are going to go see it. You don't need necessarily a comic as a promotional tool, which – I mean, Marvel does use that sometimes, and other companies have started to do that as well. And I think I think it's great personally because it gives us some fun stuff to read with yeah. properties that we love. But anyways, this is – I didn't know what it was coming into. I think like, is in – there's no way this is in the movie time right now. That wouldn't make too much sense because yeah. you're, already get, you're getting plenty there already. This is an origin somewhat because there's still so much – I mean, five issues – we're talking about John Wick. If you give me, if you try to give me a full origin story and five issues of John Wick, it's, I'm probably going to be like dissatisfied walking away from it. There's no, yeah. there's no way. It could be fine, but this is a glimpse at what he was like before he was affiliated with. I, I was trying to find this the assassins group that is associated with the Continental and the High Table and all that. Like I don't know what the group name is. I couldn't find it anywhere. Guild? Is it the Guild or something? The guild, I don't know. The, the, yeah, that sounds right. The Guild? Okay. I, I, Maybe, but it's, not, yeah. it's not the Assassin's Guild because that's that's X-Men in right. Gambit. Um, he's Thieves Guild, not... Well, did he end up taking over Assassin's? Anyways, not the point. So, But John Wick, it's before he's up in all of that, but he's like adjacent to it right now because we do see Sharon, who is the hotel manager in the in the movies played by Lance Riddick. Which was it the third John Wick that he goes full friggin' badass on us? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was the third one. I gotta rewatch that one. I haven't seen that one or or, or two. I feel like in a long ass time. And oh God, John, look, when you think John Wick, Doc, what do you want? If if you're gonna get a comic, I want a high kill count. I want I want badass fighting. I want over the top death. I would say about uh, probably – I want to say like 75% of the people that John Wick sees in the course of this story dies. Yeah. Has, has to be 75%. Um, and that's only because certain – and I I might say like 98 if I knew some of the people like – there are some just names, you know, people you don't know. Like is that the same person you saw from earlier or is it just another random assassin or whatever? But yes, you get that. that that's exactly what this is. And for me – at first, the first couple pages, I was like, "Okay, where are we going with this?" Like, I don't, I don't know what the time frame is. It's just kind of confusing, and you guys will figure it out as you go along and what's going on. But it's addressing stuff that's happened in John Wick's past, and him now kind of coming back to it years later. It still doesn't. You still don't get the answer as to why he's an assassin. You don't. That is not in here. Um, but you understand how not this helps you kind of learn how he gets into that the like affiliated world, I guess we'll call it, the organized world of it all, because he's just a freelancer at this point. And that to these people, that kind of shit matters. Um, but what I found like where I get worried with this, and it's like we've seen it successfully done in the movies, but in comics, there's it, we've seen it done well too. Of course, the the a silent panel is very valuable, can really have an impact, but you don't see it, you know, silent panel after silent panel, like you need words. Like we we read comics. We're not just looking at pictures. Now, I know Greg Capullo might say he does that, but most of us are actually reading some of the shit that's on there. And with John Wick, I mean, he's not a chatty cat, right? So like he's, I'm looking at it at first thinking, how is it, is this going to be just John Wick in certain moments and then him just kicking people, someone's ass, which I mean, I, I don't mind that. I think it, it works. 
and, and there is like, he, he's still not this crazy talkative individual, but he talks with purpose. He's like an ent, right? He, he doesn't say anything without, unless it's worth saying because it takes him a long time to say it. So he, he, I, I, I wonder though, doc, like when, when you know that you're dealing with a character like that for a story, does that make you less inclined to want to give it a chance to read? Cause in prose, it, I don't, th- I don't know how the hell that would work. I guess it'd just be strictly narration, but yeah, we get pick we get pictures here where it's you have action to look at, but I, I as I started going, like God, this must be really tough to write. Effectively. Well, yeah, I mean, because that's what makes the movies so great is that I mean, we all love Keanu, but it, he's not a thespian mm. by any stretch of the means, right? Mm. Um, and that's what made John Wick so great because it was just him kicking ass, and and there was little dialogue. You didn't have to say too much, and that was okay. Uh, for comic books, you, you need that, but you can get away with it because, yeah, we know who the character is. We know he's not, you know, a wordsman, but you know, you can, you can, you can put the dialogue in there, and you can suspend disbelief. Uh, you know, about you know, well, you know, I don't want Keanu Reeves talking, you know, delivering lines while I'm watching a movie, but I don't care if he's, you know delivering lines on a page because it's just it's just it's a written word mm-hmm. and so but on the other hand you sort of get back to what you're saying there is that with a book like john wick knowing that it's only going to be a short arc yeah i could get away I, I i can live with little dialogue just i want john wick is a visual thing mm-hmm. right he's getting revenge because someone killed his dog Mm-hmm. Give me, oh, give yeah, give me all oh, yeah, but give me all the death with John Wick. Yes, so that that's what I know of the character. That's what I want of the character, and so just give me him, you know, kicking ass. Right, and we get and and there's purpose to it all too. Like I, I love good action. Don't get me wrong, but I do like to have meaning behind it. And with him, the, you get that. We you un, like as much as he only says so much, and you're not dealing with a narrator here or anything. You still get a, a greater glimpse, or a, not a greater, yeah, yeah, a greater glimpse is the way I want to put it at John Wick and an understanding of who he is as an individual. So I, 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 I mean, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. It was, um, it was, it was a good book, and it's a fast read. That's that's the other thing that's nice too. If you just look, if you like the character and you're looking for a comic to pick up, you you get this. You're gonna breeze right through. It will not take you long to, to sit down and read these five issues. The art too, at first, um, I. I it, just took me a second. I don't know why, but the first couple of pages just uh, of the first issue, um, you know, I, I did enjoy both uh, Valletta and, and Gaudio's art as we went along, but just the first couple of pages just seemed, um, it wasn't like I didn't like the artwork, but like John Wick looked very different in a couple panels. And I just, yeah. it's just the first couple that was like that. But after that, it was great. The action had a awesome. long neck. No, it was not Mega Man. No, we're fine there. But the action was great. It was that was all very fluid. And, and again, like we're, this is earlier in John Wick's life, so he's not this clunky dude who like needs to jam you with say with like a book and to you know break your neck and kill you. He's a lot faster than that and a lot more fluid. So I I thought I like seeing him in that lens too. But yeah, I mean it's it's a good book for somebody who's not really into comics but wants a property. That, but they want to start reading comics, but you don't want to just read Marvel or or DC, and it's and you, and you like the character because if you yeah. if you like John the John Wick movies, you will like this book flat out, gotcha. simple enough. So and you know instead of asking you if you think this would be a good TV show or a good right movie because it already is a movie, 
knowing what we know, sort of the John Wick universe and and some of what you got in this book, would you love to see more John Wick comic titles? I absolutely would. I would love yeah. to see more about John Wick and in, in his upbringing because they mention it in here. Like he, like the John Wick is not the Baba Yaga at this point. He's yeah. like some like Sharon knows him. I don't know how, but he knows who he is, and that guy's in that world. He's well in yeah. that world. So he like he's a freelancer, but he's not like the boogeyman. Yeah. This kind of is the start of that, and I want to know how he got to that level. How did like how did he become like with Batman? Right, we see you know Batman Begins, where we see where he's he's trained. You know, in yeah. that world, he's trained by Ra's al Ghul. I want to know how did this happen with John Wick? And you can just give me a definitive story with that. What led him to to get trained that way? Is there, you know, does he have a crime alley story or whatever, something like that? Right. Hopefully, hopefully it's not the same freaking thing. But, right. you know, along those lines. And then there's still the whole matter of John Wick in his prime while he's affiliated with the Guild and, and, the, and the Continental and all that stuff. Like there's, there's a big gap between this John Wick story and the first John Wick movie. Yeah. So I would like to know more about that. And, and we get like, you know, we get a peek in the world too of like, there's, there was a specific thing done in this book. I was like, why did it, why didn't you bring this out before John Wick too? Because it would have explained kind of like how we saw with um, baby Yoda. in I think it was the first series of the Mandalorian where he can yeah. do the healing. Right. Yeah. When then we saw, and then like that week when then the, was the last Jedi that came out? Was the last Jedi? Ooh. No. The, the, what was the last one called? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Thank we you. We don't speak of the last Jedi on this program. Whenever she, whenever Ray does the healing, right? Like you yep. know how they did the same thing there. It like there was something here. That's something that necessarily needed explaining, but it's just like, oh, look at that. I would have seen this in the comic, and now I'm seeing it in the movie. Gotcha. It's a, just a, it would have been a nice touch, not quite as necessary as for Star Wars, but in general, there's just so much room here to work with John Wick. So, and what's I think so important with him is not just the character and getting to know him more. It's also the people around him because the real story of John Wick, I think is how he scares the fucking piss out of everybody and how they react to it. And so I want more of that too. Yeah. And I want, there's a great world here to explore. Like there's a, there's a potential here for not just comics, but even with TV shows. Cause the problem is you can't do a John Wick TV show without having Keanu Reeves, I think. And I think that'd be a tall task. But you could give me a show or a comic on the Continental, right? Mm -hmm. and, and all those other characters that are at play because there's a world there that I think you could explore. Um, and you could even follow, you know, some of the other assassins that, you know, aren't as good or maybe, you know, help train him. Or like, like you said, so I would love to see more comics on this because, you know, yeah. Like it sounds like what we have is just sort of like a, a companion piece almost to yeah to John Wick two and you can give us some original content now right mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, that that's what I would love to read is yeah like that. We, we could see his story with uh, him and Halle Berry yeah and him and him and other characters that we saw him come across that he knew or or had heard of through the years you know there are some characters we know like I forget Common's character what his name was and I believe that was the second John Wick movie but he knew who John Wick was but. I don't know if John Wick knew who he was. I think he did. I think yeah. he did. But even if yeah. he didn't, like if if he knows who John Wick is, maybe they had crossed paths before, and yeah. now we can learn why he hates John Wick. And but that's one of the beauties of comics too. You run into movies where it's like age becomes an issue, right? John yeah. Wick, he's getting. I mean, Keanu Reeves is getting older. Whatever, he's not going to be able to do this forever. But with 
the comic, you can jump around at different times, whatever, and, and, and kind of yeah. do what you want. So I would love to see whether it's Dynamite or or whoever. Like I, I think Pack did a, did a good job with this. I yeah. enjoyed it. Again, I wouldn't be talking about it on this program if I didn't like it. So, um, yeah, so yeah, maybe maybe they could get Tom King to write the wedding. You know, John Wick is okay. All right, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's enough of that. But you know, who's uh, who's Lawrence Fishburne's character in John Wick? Oh yeah, the guy who's he runs like the underworld and everything. Well, yeah, I would, next... I would love something on him. Right, we're gonna get that. We're, well, you know, we're gonna get the, that in John Wick Four. It's gonna be, but more his origin story. You mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, give me a comic on that. Like that's what you could do. Is you could. You know, when the next before the next movie comes out, what they would be wise to do is is give you a bunch of like three, four, five issue arcs on some of these characters, whether it's uh, be cool. an origin piece or whatever. But that would be awesome. That would be really freaking cool. I would read the shit out of that stuff. And oh, I would. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Oh god, that'd be so awesome. I would love. But like the reason I I I wanted to read this, but like when I looked for it years ago, I was like, why wouldn't you do this with John Wick? Like you do with other stuff. I mean, he's a cool action hero. Why wouldn't it make sense to? To try something like this, I just think there's a lot there, and even if you, there's the route too of, do you want to have it narrated where he's got right. this inner monologue, and now that's another way for us to kind of look in at John Wick because he doesn't say much, doesn't mean he doesn't think much. Right. So, I, w- I wouldn't mind that either as well. But, but yep, John Wick, Dynamite, the trade. It's been it's been out for a while now. It's been out for like four years now, I guess, or oh, close wow, to yeah. it. So, yeah, 2017. So, but yeah. That's that's what I got this week, Doc. Uh, let's see what do we have. So of course everything's up audio wise DS for the rest of the DSG except for the Pineapple Boys because you guys record on Thursday. Yeah, episode thirteen this week. Episode thirteen, uh, game set murder. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that an episode you like a lot? Uh, it's a good. It's yeah. It's a very it's a very good one. It's one of season one's best. So Billy and I will be um, on. I've heard it both ways on Thursday night. At 8.30, we'll be discussing uh, Season 1, Episode 13, uh, Game Set Murder. Billy him or Billy me? Oh, I'm so fucking confused. All right. And then we have uh, TC Future State tie-in issue 7 on Friday again. We only got this one and then next week's and then we're done. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll be quick because there's not a whole lot of books. Uh, well, the last week, there's a bunch. Uh, actually, yeah. Next week. There, well. No, we've got this. Yeah, this week, next week, there's a ton, and then uh, we'll do our uh, event. So three weeks left of Future State stuff. I am very excited for that. And again, go make sure you listen to the uh, interview that we did with Corey Pruitt, also known as Up to Task on Twitter. We will have another Friar Side Chat for you guys next week until Friday, Doc. Stay sexy. You know it. <laughs>